Hey there, everybody, and welcome to Sunflower Days and Co. podcast from Blue. I am Nicole, and today I just wanted to kind of catch up a little bit, and then we will get into today's topic. I have recorded many things um, up to this point for this podcast, and I have an exciting announcement to make that. There is another project of mine in the works with someone who is an amazing person, friend, colleague, and I'm going to share with you guys that and announce that when it has gone fully live. Um, It's going to be on multiple different platforms and it's going to be different than what I'm doing on here a little bit, although it's still about being an advocate and being able to find a source of relatable topics for other people. So today I want to talk to you guys a little bit about being on the back burner when it comes to things. Or putting yourself on the back burner. And every year around the same like month of, of June, July, I start feeling this way. And it just sneaks on in. And it's intense. This intense feeling of I'm on the back burner. I don't think this friendship is worth it. You know, I'm always in the same situation. And it's like this one time a year where it is just more of an intense feeling than anything. And I'm still trying to figure out the link between things that have happened in my life and why that happens at that time of year. So one thing I wrote down um, that I want to talk about was situational backburner. And I just feel like I see a lot of this, a lot of the same, a lot of the same things like on Pinterest about being on the back burner. And one thing is like when people need you for something, you're always there, but when you need people, they're never there. And I was really feeling like that was legitimately what was going on. And anytime someone I'm close to has a really big life event, friend-wise, I feel like I'm on the back burner and I'm too flexible. And I've recently really put up some boundaries and been telling people, no, that's not going to work. And people are going to slowly have to figure out, like, this is not okay for them to do. And that I'm not this person to be put on the back burner like that. And this isn't my way of being cruel. I'm not trying to teach anyone a lesson. I am trying to show my self-respect because I deserve that. If I can't tell people no, if I can't set these boundaries for myself, how is my son supposed to follow in my footsteps and set his own boundaries for telling people no? Or, you know, 
going for what he wants versus what everybody else wants him to do. One thing I will say, though, is I feel like I do... I do connect with people very, very easily. I, I have this undeniable attraction to helping other people. And unfortunately, that can lead me down a road of heartache when it comes to my friendships. I feel like I'm attracted to the wrong kinds of friends. You know, people who I have a lot in common with, you know. And that, that's good to an extent, but sometimes I feel like I need to find someone who is like the complete opposite of, you know, what I like to do and stuff, but has the same intentions that I do. So it's not necessarily, like, the qualities in people. It's, like, their intention. Like, what is, like, their intention in, like, your friendship? You know, are they intending to be, like, a ride or die? Or are they, like, you know, they're really going to be there even when, like, they feel like they don't have enough time in the world for you. They find that time and they message you and they ask how you're doing and, you know, they just, they reach out. And I'm at the point where, like, I want to break this cycle. I'm, I want to break the cycle I'm in with this. And I'm going to be very protective of my heart. And for years, I hid behind my social media and anxiety and my social anxiety as a whole and I was like no like it's okay like they can go out and do things with other people and like that's okay you know you know that's more important than them you know just hanging out you know at my house whatever and now I'm just I'm tired of reaching out I'm tired of putting myself out there I'm tired of offering to do things for people it's an overall sense of situational backburner burnout. And I'm burnt out on, you know, feeling like I've been abandoned and I've been going through and processing how I feel more before I speak and say something. And I try not to compartmentalize anything when it comes to that because I need it to be front and center I need to analyze what it is and learn to work through it so I really think that through talking about it on here it will really help me process it more and it will really It'll, it'll really over time like show me who is really going to be my friend and who is really going to just kind of come and go. And yes, I am to blame for some of the miscommunications that have happened with friendships and stuff. I'm not a perfect person. But I get to a point where my communication is so good for so long and then like someone falls off the face of the earth for a long time they go MIA and no matter what I do that person won't like reach out to me won't talk to me won't tell me what I did wrong if I did something wrong and it's such a struggle because I don't want to be overbearing but I want to 
be there for people so much, you know, and I don't expect them to be there for me in return. And it's just starting to become this habit of give, 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 but no taking from other people or receiving from other people. And, um, I don't feel like I've been taken advantage of. I don't feel like I can say I've been taken advantage of because I'm aware of what I'm doing. I'm aware this is what happens. I just have this need for human interaction and connection. And being a stay-at-home mom for the last five years has definitely taken a toll on that side of me. And when my son starts school, I'm really hopeful that that'll open up some doors of opportunity for myself, for my son, to just flourish and to grow. And maybe meet some people who we have common interests, but we don't have everything in common, but we have the same intentions you know, with, like, our kids and wanting them to excel and do great and not trying to degrade their innocence and and whatnot. We are pretty untraditional parenting-wise with certain areas with how we do things. And it for sure can really put me off to talk to other people about why we do what we do and um, from one parent to another I'm just going to tell you this the only person you have to validate your reasons for to is yourself and your spouse or the other parent involved in the raising of that child Unless somebody asks you and you're comfortable talking about your reasons why you do X, Y, and Z, don't even bother talking about it. Unless you feel like you want to put it out there on a platform for somebody else who maybe can relate to you, then that might be, you know, good. Well, everybody, with all that said and done, I'm going to end this podcast here. I've got a couple more to record real quick, and um, it's been great talking to you. But if you would like to um, be on here with me sometime, feel free to invite me, and I will gladly accept to talk to basically whoever wants to talk and chime in on these topics. And I hope you'll have a good one. I'll talk to you soon.